Hello, everyone. Welcome to Creation.Live. I'm your host, Trey. In each episode of this show, ICR scientists gather with subject matter experts, apologists, and other special guests to discuss pressing issues, whether that's ICR's current research, something new that's come to light in the scientific community, or something else entirely that ultimately impacts how science points to our creator, the Lord Jesus Christ. We hope that these conversations are encouraging and enlightening in an increasingly chaotic world. Today is actually going to be a little bit of a different episode. We don't have any scientists with us today, but this is still a very valuable conversation. Uh, We are going to be discussing an upcoming mini-series known as Struck, which will be focused on the life of Dr. John Morris and Noah from the Bible. Now, for those of you who don't know, Dr. John Morris is the son of ICR's founder, Dr. Henry Morris. And so I have with me today three people who are intimately involved with the project. I do have with me uh, Amanda Llewellyn, Wes Llewellyn, and Benjamin Dane. Thank y'all so much for being here. Uh, Can y'all please, uh, we'll start with you, Amanda, tell us what your role is in this upcoming series. I'm a producer and I'm a writer. And Mary did this guy. (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> and I'm married to her. And That's your uh, role. Just being I'm, That's I'm, your role. Let's I'm, hope so. Uh, so you guys are together. Yes. <laughs> I'm director and writer also. Awesome. And I am uh, an actor and producer in the project. I am playing Noah. Awesome. We have the real life Noah with us today. <laughs> well, thank y'all again so much for being here. This is very, very exciting. So let's just Cut to the basics. Uh, let's let's discuss some of this. So, what is Struck? Well, Struck is the story of John Morris's ascent to Mount Ararat, where he was struck by lightning along with two of his other climbing companions, and all of the adventures that surrounded them getting to Mount Ararat, the adventure on Mount Ararat, and so on. But we're intertwining that with the account of Noah from the Bible because both of these men um, heard from the Lord to do something really extraordinary. Um, Both of them had to endure a lot of different kinds of hardships, and both of them were obedient to the call of the Lord. And the more we started to look at the life of John and then we looked at the life of Noah, we started realizing how many points of interest touched one another. And we thought, you know, we should probably intertwine these, these accounts and stories and turn it into a series. And, um, that's where we, that's where we are, um, right now. As we said, it's two, two men separated by time led by God. And we're trying to tell the dual story because, so many times this, the account of Noah, we look at it as, you know, he's the cute guy with the long white beard and the giraffes and the cute animals. And we started saying there's only six pages in most Bibles <laughs> about him, but we say to, to have been given this mission, to have been given this job, it, the stress he must have gone through, the trials he must have gone through. Uh, we, we want to make him a real person and show people how he struggled and how he he fought to accomplish the mission God gave him. And bringing it into the present age, though it was the 70s, it's still modern times. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> uh, it wasn't ancient times. Um, we tell the story of John and, and his struggles and, and what he went through to obey God and, and 
do what God told him to do. Awesome. Anything to add? <laughs> you know, I I uh, I love the fact that it's two timelines. You know, it's a uh, the modern day '70s timeline, but also the biblical timeline, and we really haven't seen a real story of Noah. I mean, we've not ever seen that. I mean, I won't name names, but there was a recent film that was made that had rock monsters. And I, rem- it, I remember that. And <laughs> Noah was trying to kill his family on the ark, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Everyone was so excited to see an amazing portrayal of Noah with a great actor playing uh, the lead role, and it was such a disappointment. And you know, so so here we have the opportunity to tell the creation story and also provide some facts, some, um, some biblical uh, historical timeline that really works with the story of Noah, as well as tell John's story. So it's, to me, I'm, I'm so excited to be involved in such a project like this. We're taking the uh, stance that like I said, there's not a lot of scripture that we have about Noah, but everything that is scripture we consider chiseled in stone. We we do not want or to change it at all. But we're saying between those stones, there's a lot of mortar, and that's that's where we're telling our story is 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 between the, between the stones, between what the scripture tells us about Noah, and uh, Benjamin is just he's he's breathing life. And to, to Noah, it's just uh, we, we shot this um, about 15 minutes of, of scenes to, to try to show people what we want to do and try to raise money for this for this series. And uh, both uh, Todd Denson, who's playing John, and um, did an incredible, incredible job. Just some some of the best performances I've seen. Um, and and Ben the same way. Just brought life to that character. Noah in a way I have not seen it done. I think one of the things when we talk about the mortar, what we're really talking about is this is a real person. You know, I think a lot of people have have either made him into some kind of demigod, you know, that he had these extraordinary powers of some kind or, or that, you know, God did all the work or that, you know, he, he was somehow more than who we are. But I think Noah was a guy. He was a farmer. He um, he had he had a family. Um, they just talk about his triplets. They don't really talk about any other family that he may have had. He was five hundred years old when he had them. So you know who who knows how many children he really had. Um, he lived in a society that they said was doing evil continually, and so but you have to you have to realize that he lived there. He had neighbors. He had friends, whether they were doing evil or not, you know, whether these people were following after, you know, God was, was, they still were friends. They still had, they still had a community. Mm -hmm. He had a wife. What was, what was her life like? What was that all like when all of a sudden God says, I want you to build this enormous vessel and I want all of these animals in it, and I want you to do what I've asked you to do and save humanity because I'm going to destroy everything else. There's, there is no other way to reach them. If you put that, into a, put that into a context of who he was as a person, 
it's extraordinary, such an extraordinary story. And so we're exploring the emotional content, the spiritual content, Noah's relationship with God, Noah's relationship with his family and his neighbors and things of that nature. And I think that it'll probably be a very interesting show. But, you know, what is scripture is scripture, and that's that's that doesn't such. change. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah. doesn't change. Even, even when we, we read that it was an evil society does not mean they, they were not advanced. I mean, look in our modern age, uh, the Nazis, you know, probably one of the most evil societies that have, has existed in, in hundreds of years, but yet they were extremely advanced. Mm -hmm. Their technology was extremely advanced in so many of, of the technologies we have today, the rockets, you know, automobiles that they pushed forward. So, you know, we, we, we tr we're trying to pull out a lot from, from those six pages about what their society would have been like. Or, and we, we feel it was not a crude or barbaric. I mean, it was barbaric in a sense, but barbaric in a sense of their technology. We, we feel that they were very advanced. I mean, we find carvings and things that we believe were, were um, before the flood, came before the flood. And some of those carvings, we have no idea how they did and such hard stones and, and to the detail that they were. So, so we've been, Wes and I have been looking at all kinds of archaeology and listening to all kinds of theories and, and you know, we, we're trying to discern what that world was like. We have been praying a lot, asking <laughs> for a lot of wisdom and a lot of discernment and a lot of input from the Lord. And, and it's been interesting because it's like, in some ways, it's kind of like following a trail of breadcrumbs that you're that you're going along and you're picking up little pieces as you go, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, you you start putting together a piece of bread, yeah. <laughs> and it starts forming, and 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 you start seeing some of the things that you can accomplish, or some of the some of the ways that you want to tell the human side of the story um, coming through, and that's been really very exciting. But, you know, we, we know that a lot of these things are terribly controversial. But, um, you know, I just look at it this way. Jesus was very controversial in his time. Um, Noah was incredibly controversial in his time. Um, you know, Moses was very controversial. It's like any, anyone, anyone who steps out and wants to be a witness to the scriptures and wants to be a witness to God's power and his love for us and wants to be a witness for Jesus Christ, every single one of these people is is kind of a rebel and different, and, very different. And what I love about what Amanda and Wes have done with this story is that in the the footage that we've already shot, they're telling a, a very real story. Noah is real. John was real. And the struggle, the calling they had on their lives to do what the Lord had told them to do is very impactful. And um, but they're real men, mm -hmm. and so they had their real struggles. Um, you know, we tend to, as even believers, when we see someone in the Word of God, we think of them as divine. And there is a, 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 a an element of of divine in them because the Lord is in them. You know, and the Lord and the Holy Spirit is guiding them into whatever they've called them to do. But uh, just like Moses wasn't a very good speaker, and the Lord called him to speak to the nation. 
uh, of Egypt and also to speak to his people. Noah was a man that was flawed. But what I love about what we've shot so far is that you see this man who's overwhelmed but has this desire to follow the Lord and do what he has been asked to do. But yet he has that life. He has that um, he lives there. And so there's all these people that he wants to come with him. I mean, he really literally wants to save all these people, but he can't. And the Lord has a plan. But, um, you know, hopefully, um, and, and, and I've been praying, that the Lord just gives me that anointing to, to really hear from him so that I can portray this character. Absolutely. Well, I must say, you do look great for being 600 years old. So. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, you know. Hardly looks a day over 450, <laughs> right. is what I'm saying. That, well, that was a question, you know, when they first contacted me. I was like, is there something in my skincare that's not working? <laughs> because I don't know. Do I look 500 years old? I don't know. Well, hey, Pre-flood, who knows? Yeah, you know, right, who well, knows? We were, we're playing it as though it's, you know, take your age, multiply it times 10. Yeah. So a 30-year-old would be 300. Yeah. Um, um, a 50-year-old would be 500. And, 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 and that's, that's our way of playing it, you yeah. know, because I, I can't believe that, you know, these people were, you know, like an 80-year-old man for hundreds of years. I, I just, just I don't believe frail. that. Just yeah. being yeah. 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 frail. Yeah. I, I can't believe sense. that. Wouldn't work. I mean, this man, I mean, think about Noah. He, you know, there wasn't like... I mean, there wasn't power tools back then. This man had to build a boat, and I'm sure he had help, but still, I mean, he wasn't this decrepit little guy, you know, that was barely able to lift a saw. I mean, you know. No, he'd, he'd have to be pretty robust. I mean, it took a while to build the ark. It wasn't like have, it didn't happen overnight. It took a really long time. I'm sure it took a lot of money. I'm sure it took a lot of effort. I'm sure it took a lot of negotiating and buying supplies and all kinds of other things. I mean, he didn't live in a vacuum. Right. And I think that's one of the big things about this particular account in the, in the Bible is that I think a lot of people think that God just, you know, manufactured all the things that he needed, but that doesn't seem to be very much how God normally yeah, operates. I mean, we, we tried to relate it to how God works in our life. In our I life. Mean, he, with this project, I mean, even putting together this little teaser, we're doing a torch film. We're calling it. Um, I mean, it was, it was there was moments that we were just, oh, is this going to happen? But yeah. God, God's hand has been in this. I can't. We we had a, a wardrobe lady who who been new and and was excellent seamstress, and we we called her and she said, no, I've got to study for these tests. I. I She's ministry tests. Mm -hmm. Ministry tests. And she said, I, I can't do it. And we're like, okay, what do we do? Because we've got these elaborate ward costumes. We've got these costumes. <laughs> and, and the, for, for Noah and his friend that we've got to put together and we don't have time. And she called back and said, okay, I'll do it. Because God wouldn't give me peace until I said yes. So it wasn't just us. It, it was like God was telling people. And and the story, can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah. Um. We had a kickoff meeting at John Morris's house, John and Dalta's house. This was nine months ago. It was in May yeah, last year. Yeah. 
And uh, Ben was there. He had been invited. and, and um, By Sue Ellen, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Ben Sue was there just, just as a guest, just as mm-hmm. a guest. And I, we, we knew Ben. I've never worked with Ben, but I've known him through the years, uh, just in, in contacts. And we, we've worked, have friends in common that we've worked, mm-hmm. both worked with. We, we did, a, we did a, a seminar together for yeah, the Global we Media Summit. We spoke on a board so. together. Gotcha. And as I was, ta- I was talking to Ben, he started walking away, and God said, there's your Noah. That's Noah. Yeah. I, I, I heard him very clearly. He said, there's your Noah. And so... I'm like, okay, so um, I, I held on to that and prayed about that, and I finally told Amanda, and we were even doing some AI artwork uh, with one of the programs, and I was I was where you have to write in the lines to describe what the artwork that it would give you, and I said Benjamin Dane because I knew Ben's face would be on the Internet. So I had gone that far. I was In my mind, it was him because God said it was him, but... Our executive producer, she goes, "Oh no, 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 no! He's too good looking." <laughs> and and then she really said that. Who would know if Noah was good looking? Yeah, I know. Oh, like, what's what wrong with saying. having an actor who's good looking? <laughs> Hollywood does that. I think sometimes. All the, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. So um, and then I, I pushed it again, and she was like, "No, no, he's not Jewish." And I go, "So Ellen, this is pre-Jew." <laughs> this is before the Jews. This is before Abraham. We don't know what they looked like. Nobody knows. Yeah. And um, and then finally, I had told Amanda. I said, I I don't want to start a fight with her. So you know, I don't want this to become a controversy. So I said, we'll we'll cast someone else. And the next time we talked on the phone, she was literally was like, two days later. Yeah, she was like, Ben, you know, he's he's a good man of God. He loves God. <laughs> and he, he's strong. And I was like, okay, so we called Ben a few days later and said, Ben, I don't know if you'd be interested in this. It could be one of those things. It could be three days of work, and it was great, and see you later. Or this is could be one of those things that changes your life. It could be a series. We really feel it will be. We feel God's hand is in this. Yes. And um, so he came on board, and I did not realize how perfect he was. God mm-hmm. knew so well. I mean, Ben has become a producer on this project. He's helped us so much. So, so one of the things, one of the one of the interesting character things that that Wes and I had talked about even before, even before we had talked to to Ben was, we felt you know, five hundred years is one heck of a long time, and I imagine that most people were kind of Renaissance people as far as their interests and and talents were concerned. But one of the things that I thought that 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 Noah would probably do would be someone who was an artist, that he would be, he'd be somebody who would do illustrations and drawing. And he probably got that heavenly download from, from, from God and well, drew, we out, drew it out. We had a scene. We had a scene, a scene where before, he was drawing the ark out. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. This was before we knew that Benjamin is an amazing oh, artist. <laughs> you go. I mean, just, it's. It was one of those things where you said, well, you do know that I draw, right? We, we will be auctioning <laughs> off some of those drawings. Yes, Hold yeah. one back for me. All yes, right. really. No, seriously, you guys. It's just been... But it's just been amazing yeah. that... that it's it's, fun. it's what I What I stuff, love like about this character, and then it's just like how... Um, I mean, there's there's been a lot of stories where God has come mm-hmm. through, so you know the Lord's hand is in something. When right. you see him working... When you physically see these things happening, but but you know, um, I, so I have a really good friend of mine, and um, she's my reader when I do auditions, 
And so today, most actors do self-tapes, and that's how they get their auditions out. So I had done these huge roles, and there was like four back-to-back. And we're talking, when, you, when you're doing, when you're reading for a lead role, it's, you know, um, it could be up to seven scenes sometimes. It's a lot of work to memorize, to produce, and get the tape done. So she is usually my reader, so... We had done these four roles back to back, and they were all large roles, lots of memorization, lots of stuff going on, lots of character development. And I'm, I'm just like, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm so tired of doing this because you put so much effort into auditioning, and then you don't book it, right. you know. So, uh, and then she, like a day later, she says, Ben, she goes, I think God's going to open up a door for you, and I believe you're going to get a call. And you won't even have to audition for it. I'm like, okay, well, Kim, that's really a great <laughs> word, but I don't, I don't know. You know, it's hard for me to see that because you know you always have to audition, right? Well, then it came, so, it came back to us. So then, West, <laughs> yeah, because I was beginning to, I begin as we all do. We 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 feel like we hear from God, and then we go. Did I really hear from God? <laughs> did I make and, that up in my brain? Did, yeah, did I, did my head make that up? And I'm going. I just cast somebody and I didn't even audition them. Is, is, and and so I was like, no, he's going to be great. And then Kim, Kim, <laughs> I figured my, my wife and Kim were talking on the phone in the car. So I, it's on speakerphone and I'm hearing this and I'm driving. She, neither of them know what I've been wondering about the last few days. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, yeah, I gave Ben a word from God that he was going to get a major role and not even have to audition. And I just said, I wake up, I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Go back. What? Go, Go back, back to what you just Rewind. said. <laughs> and so it was God saying, hey, I told you, I yeah. told you, I told you. <laughs> yeah. It was like, but see, right there, there was like all these confirmations all at once, you yeah. know, for me, for you guys. Yes. You know, it was just incredible that that the Lord was working through it. And there's there's just been so many of those stories. So many. Throughout this whole process. Oh, getting, getting James Burgess, who is our director of photography, so Wes and I uh, were working on this documentary, and we were flying through Dallas, and we're we we walk up to the to the ticket counter. Well, to, we had just to, we'd met with Ben that yes, morning. We had met with Ben that morning we for were breakfast. In town. We met for breakfast, and I was just, like, "You got to talk to James because he <laughs> well, would love this project." We've, but we've known James for we've a, long James time. a long time. Never, just, again, just haven't never really, worked with him. Just haven't really worked with him. I mean, he was he was standing in our apartment like some twenty five years ago, in in Los Angeles at one point. So. So anyway, we walk into the airport, and there's James. He's getting ready to fly out the, the same, same at time. The same, at it was the like same airline. gate it was the next, cluster. Yeah. 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 Literally. And then he came down, and with the whole airport, his gate was right next to ours. So we sat there and we, talked. We sat there. Yeah, and, you know, and he says, he says, well, I'm probably available. January is usually kind of a slow month for me, so keep me in mind. And, well, and, and I looked at Wes and I said, job. "This is this is ridiculous." Of course, he's going to be shooting this. And Wes, well, I don't know. Maybe we. I was like, "No, no, no. This was too goddish. Yeah. This was like too too so, much yeah. too much of the Lord here." Yes. I, I just. So we shot we shot here, outside of Dallas. We shot at Capernaum Studios where. They shot um, the first season of of the chosen mm-hmm. and and some of the second and third season there also. So we we didn't use it for ancient uh, Jerusalem or or um, um, Bethlehem and yeah. And, there you, know, you go Capernaum. Uh, but we used it as as a Turkish village, and then uh, we used the temple as the office of of 
Noah's, we call him friend to me. Friend of me. He's he's a bit of a friend and a bit of an enemy, but they're two people that grew up together. He represents the the wisdom of the world. Um, so we we use the, their temple set as his kind of office, office I guess yeah. you would call it, um, where he's trying to acquire Noah's trying to acquire the the giant timbers to to hold together the ark as as and, the and, interior spine. Yeah. So Asa is being. We, can we say who who plays Asa? Sure. Uh, Cameron Arnett is playing is playing Asa. He was um, he was in Running the Bases. He was in uh, Overcomer, right? Overcomer. Overcomer. The yeah, Kinetics he played. Brothers. He played Some, the, someone else that we've known for quite a few years. Yes. he was in a, a feature that I shot years ago, and we've remained friends. Awesome. I, I have to ask. I have to ask. So, I'm I'm sensing there's all these we'll call them God things where everything's coming together. Uh, I'd like to hear where the idea originally came from. Oh. I mean, clearly oh. also a God thing. But oh, it was. No, no, definitely, definitely. Well, okay, so Sue Ellen Roberts is our executive producer on the project, and she was the founder of Schwimma, which is Christian Women in Media Association. Okay. They just celebrated their 20th uh, anniversary as a as a organization. Um, she had been in television. She had uh, uh, operated a television station and things of that nature. She was also an executive in the fashion industry for a while. It's a very accomplished woman, really super smart, very sweet, loves loves the Lord so much. Anyway, um, through our through our contacts through Schwimma, she um, she and I ran into each other a lot. We started talking and everything and. So she called me probably about two years ago. She called me and she said, do you know John D. Morris? And I said, yeah, I think so. And she said, uh, he was an ARC explorer. And I said, yes, yeah, the creation, you know, Institute of Creation Research. And she goes, yes, yes, that's the right one. I was like, okay. She said, um, I want to do his story. I want to do his story because I think that there's something there. I think that, I think that God has a message for us through his life and his, his mission and his adventures, I think there's something there for that. What should I do? I don't know any other producers of movies as, as well as I know you, so I thought maybe I could, you know, pick your brain. It's like, okay. So I started giving her advice on what to do, and she would call me every couple of months and go, this is what I've done so far. And I said, great, now let's go to the next step. And so somewhere around the end of well, that we, we year... We were talking about a feature. Yeah, we were talking point. about a feature. Somewhere around the end of that year... She said, okay, I want you to produce it with me. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then, and then we got together and um, decided, okay, we're going to do this movie. And Wes came on board as a, as a producer and, a, and the director. And, you know, we, we started we hashing started, out story. Started and, and at the time I was thinking, well, it'd be kind of nice. It'd be interesting to put just some dashes of Noah in there as he's searching for the ark. And just, just little flavors, you know, just see him quickly and in and out kind of thing. And then I really felt like God said, no, I want you to tell the story of Noah. And I really felt that very heavy. And I kind of shared that with Amanda. I said, I think he really wants us to put the story of Noah in there. And we started examining it and saying, this is not a feature. This is not two hours. This, no. this, this, is, this is a full eight eight-episode season. If not, we're hoping it'll be three seasons. That's where our goal is, um, three seasons. But we realize this is an ongoing story. This, this is not something quick. We need to tell the story of Noah. We need for people to, like we've 
been saying. We need people to see him as a real man, mm-hmm. not not as yeah. some myth, not as some little fairy tale, not as some children's story. Or even someone so far removed from today, even if they're like, oh, he was real, but there's no personality behind it, you know. I, I, I think that's probably been one of the biggest challenges is that is that we want people to realize he's a person. He had a wife that he he probably loved very much. He had children. He had he had relationships. He had a business. He was a businessman. He was a farmer. Um, he had all kinds of interesting things going on in his life, and I can only imagine living that long. How many other experiences we, he could have had in his see, life? We see him as as what we would call today upper upper middle class. Mm-hmm. We we don't. When God calls you to something, He has prepared you. He's given you whether it's money or training or knowledge. He is He has prepared you before He calls you to something. That that's my personal feeling. That's the way He's been in my life, and so I feel somebody who would have needed money to purchase the lumber, to buy the lumber, to hire the workers to help work, because I don't believe it was just, just Noah them. and, yeah. and, and his the three sons. sons. I believe. You know, people have done studies and said there was no physical way, you know, Noah isn't real because, you know, <laughs> there's no there's way, no he, could way have he, he could have done it. all that work. Yeah. And it's like, well, who said it was just the three, uh, the four of them working? It said that his sons helped him build it, but, you know, it's one of those things that they probably had other people helping him too. They're probably you hired know, workers. The, and the people who created the Institute, you know, they said they created the Institute of Creation Research. Well, John wasn't here laying bricks, you know, with his dad and his brother, right? The, the but he they were behind it, so we feel in the same way that yes. when it says Noah built the ark, yes, he built it, but we feel he had help. So, um, <clears throat> you know, what's fascinating to me as as an actor on the project, when I started talking to Wes and Amanda, you know, all the research and everything they started talking about, I was like, wow, I've never thought about that. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It would have had to have been something like that because, you know. That's reality. You know, I mean, God provides so much, but we have to step out and we have to do some work as well. And it just, you know, it's it's really incredible. Um, And I find it so fascinating just to talk to you guys and and every all the details they've put into this because they've got to craft a whole story. And so they have done tremendous research and it's just so amazing to me. Well, it's it's. So the antediluvian world, I'll, I'll never forget this conversation because it was it was so typically John Morris. We were at his house and we were talking and and I said, well, I really, really want to know who is who are the best antediluvian experts out there? Who's who's the best antediluvian expert out there? And he looked at me and he goes, Noah. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. That's the thing. He's not wrong. And, and you know, initially I laughed and he goes, oh, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know? And I thought, you know, that's true. So now it is up to us to, to, find, to find as much as we possibly can out about that world. You know, we have fossil record. We've got these well, mysterious, we, we, these we, mysterious we also, civilizations also, that just disappeared for some inexplicable yeah. reason. We We've also got want all to kinds do uh, what we call BTS, yes. behind the science. We want yes. to do a, for every episode. We want to have a fifteen to twenty minute episode. You know, it's, it's like a bonus episode where we, where we talk to some of the 
the the scientists here at ICR, some of the scientists with the, with the uh, some of the other uh, places around the country, maybe Kentucky, um, <laughs> you know, that that say, yeah, well, here's the science that we based our 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 belief on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our and models and our models and everything else. So we want to call it BTS, where where it's showing that we're not just leaping out there without some kind of science base. So, so if there is something that we're covering in the context of the story, just something kind of simple, okay? So, so when you have somebody, uh, let's say we have, we have Noah outstanding in his field, um, you know, examining the grapes, uh, but he has this big, huge sky behind him. What was that sky like? What were and the waters above? Yeah, what were the waters above? What, what was that really like? What did that really look like? What, what, kind, of, what kind of things would we have seen mm-hmm. if we were standing there with him? And so... There's a lot of conjecture about that, but we're having to make some decisions about that. And so what I would, what we want to really do is, is, is have the science behind that. Okay. This is one possible, this is one possible scenario. We've decided to go with this one. It's the most visually interesting one. Um, it's not because it's the better science necessarily. And it's not because of any other thing other than the fact that there are competing theories on all of these things. So this is the one we decided to go with. And then we talked to somebody about that particular thing. And I think that... But then there's also, like, facts. Yes. And then there are also Dinosaurs lived back then, and there's just, like, the the layers of the flood sediment that are all around the world that... Mm Those things, people, I don't know. The they average know. Joe knows. No, I mean, they, they don't. don't. They don't. Some know of this. our fans do, but yeah, yeah. 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 But, but so then, those are the things that yeah. it's not that taught be, in schools. Yeah, right. no, and it, it would be so fascinating to see an episode and go back and delve even deeper. Exactly, you know, and um, that's something that we're really very interested in. So when we, so when you know Noah is is looking at what we refer to as a kind. As far as an animal mm-hmm. is concerned, it doesn't necessarily look like a modern animal that we understand today, but it is definitely something that has a you know a fossil record or you know this this is what we are looking at as far as you know the 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 whole the whole changing and and um, and uh, speciation of animals you know from a particular kind. So we're looking at that and we're saying we need to explain what that is. And we just thought that the behind yeah, we, the science. Yeah, we, we can't put subtitles. We can't put subtitles. <laughs> on all the show, but we can have this kind of animal is really the the you know the, the the progenitor of these kinds of animals. It's like okay, let's just go ahead and take a moment and do the science behind that. And then I thought, oh, BTS, it would be our own little our own uh, BTS, which is normally behind the scenes, but in this case, it'll be behind the science. And we're really looking forward to doing that. Um, I want to work with Dalta Morris, who is John's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she has uh, she has a background in uh, childhood education and uh, curriculum building. So we're looking at wanting to do maybe some curriculum to go along with that. So there's a lot of things associated with this project. It's not just about entertainment, but yeah. it is also about you know educating people and about exposing them to some ideas that they may not have really thought about or even knew existed and really start the discussion and yeah. really you start know, the, the yeah. exciting series will be what draws them in but we want to we want to show people that it's not fantasy this this isn't lord of the rings right 
Right. It's it's an account from the Bible. And that's that's really important, especially in a visual medium. If someone wants the deep science, they can go read the articles at ICR.org or <laughs> yes. you know. So uh yeah, I think that that's great and you can have those interviews with the scientists and stuff like that while still making a compelling narrative, right? Yeah. But I, we're still yeah. going to be and I think, you know, if you if you looked at the last Noah movie, um <laughs> there was all of a sudden there was all these people, because there's so much interest, people really want to see a biblical story like Noah told. And so, and plus, this one has the incredible, you know, Indiana Jones adventure of, of John Morris going out to find the evidence. But what's so incredible is that that I thought that that the 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 film with Russell Crowe, um, there was like all these people that went to go see it, and then all of a sudden it just dropped like the box office plummeted because I think the word got out that it was it's not, not the, real. Yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> it's the Bible. Just, it's was it? Yeah, Bible. exactly. It wasn't what people were really well, looking forward to. That's what I was saying. We're, we're, we're taking the approach, what is there? Mm-hmm. And, and that has to be there. That has right? to be there. We don't change there. that. But we don't change that. Like I said, what's between those words, y- you, have to, you have to decide. It's yeah, the, the human, human story, story. It takes you from... I think I think that's one of the things that, that the chosen has done and has done really pretty well, you know that they have fleshed out the lives of the apostles and the people surrounding Jesus, because what Jesus says and what he has done and all of those things are evident in Scripture and they don't they don't change that. What they what they have been doing, however, is augmenting the life around him, and that's kind of where we are. I think in in a lot of ways that you know what is there is there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these other stories that are supportive of that, that um, what would it be like to be a person in that time period? And, and you know, what are the challenges and things and that you would face? Unfortunately, with so. John's story, we, we have his books, his accounts. Yes. yes. And, and, and him. And, yeah, him, and him, which is helpful. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, very, we're very interested in making sure that these stories ring true, that what's happening in the scenes rings true it's true to human nature it's true to who we are as and human we, we got john's approval <laughs> yes, yes we did for, for the, we did for the pages we, we shot did. he yes. liked it yes he so, did so did dalta Good. well i tell you one little fascinating story talking about how god works you know i'm a guy you know action adventure so it was kind of leaning a lot very male story action and our executive producer she said uh we we need some strong females in this so we so we put the scene with with um, we had already written it, but we you know we were saying well we've got the scene with with uh, we we named her Laura, Laura who is Mrs. Noah, gotcha. which means light <laughs> of God, and then we said so we needed a scene with Dalta and we're looking at limited funds. What do we have as far as locations? Well, we had the executive producer's house, we had the office. Okay, an office we can do the scene with with John and and his and his, father. his father where he receives the manuscript which he read and where he caught arc fever. And then we said, we could do the scene where he basically proposes to Dalta. And so we, we, you know, so we have a dining room. So we put that in the dining room and we, we wrote the scene. And then we, we said, we were talking to John and Dalta and said, well, could y'all describe, we actually had dinner with them yeah. and, and said, could you describe the scene where, where he proposed? And she described our scene. Our scene. A dining, in a dining room. In a right? dining room. In a dining room. Almost exactly with the same 
Almost. Not the exact words, but the same well, phrase. Some, some yeah, of the words we stole. Some of the words, I, well, <laughs> we after, after John after to him, But it was just, that's it, how yeah. God was moving. Yeah. It's like we had written, without knowing, we had written what the scene what would the be. Scene was. That's fascinating. All right. One more question that is really about the industry as a whole. So Christian filmmakers, Christian actor, uh, what's it like out there working in the film industry as a whole, as, as, as believers, as creationists, as people who believe that the Bible is truly the word of God. I was, I was in Hollywood for 21 years. I lived there and worked for 21 years. Um, I met my wife on a film set, actually in New Orleans. I was on my way to LA. I had packed up everything in Orlando. I was living in Florida, so I packed up everything and put it in storage for a month. And uh, went and did one more movie down south before I moved to Los Angeles. We were, yeah, so we that's, were married that's where we shortly met. after you moved to L.A. And we we were there another 17 years. And um, it's a tough town. It's yeah. a very tough town. It is a tough town. And it, 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 you have to be solid in your faith to walk into that town as a believer. Yes. As an actor, as, as a production person, because there is so, so many temptations. It... The enemy controls that town very yeah. strong, and it doesn't want to let go. And when you find when you find like-minded people, it's really very great to be able to try to try to form alliances and coalition and things of that nature. And we were, when we were there, there were a lot of affinity groups that that would meet together on a fairly regular basis. But right after we left, a lot of that sort of fell apart, and it's been kind of discouraging to see some some of our old friends there. They're they're not they're not really pursuing Jesus at the same level that they were, and mm. and that's something that happens I think a lot just in order to get along, in order to you know get a job, mm. that um, that if you're bold you're you're on a chopping block a lot of times. And you I know, know I was fired I know, once I know, for I know, praying for someone. Yeah, yeah. So. I, know, I know Ben is an actor. I know y'all even face. Well, because it's your face. It's yeah. your face out there. Yeah. I can be you know? behind the yeah. scenes, but you're you're out front. Yes, I did look you up on IMDb before you came on this show. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> hey, all right, yeah. So you are out there. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I've done uh, secular and faith-based. And, you know, I think as an actor who, who has faith, I, I think, you know, this is a dream job to come into a project like this to, to do something that promotes um, your faith or that is in line with your faith. And as an actor, you know, you really don't have a lot of power. I mean, you're, you're paid a, a salary and you, you do what you're told. You, you step where you're told to, to, to walk and you say the lines that they give you. And that's, that's your job as an actor. Um, there's certain times when you have that ab ability to not accept a role. And that's happened a lot um, where I don't even audition for a role. If it, if it, um, I, I feel like I, I pray so much for everything I do because Sometimes the Lord wants you on a set, a secular set. Um, you may be the only voice, uh, that uh, Christian voice that is there on that set. So it, it really is a mission field. And, um, and I just pray that the Lord uses me in that capacity because it is a dark, dark world. And, but those people out there, we're not to shun them. We're not to turn our back on them. They need um, the good news too, mm -hmm. and and I think that's the challenge that I think the church 
usually faces. And what they'll do is they'll turn their back and say, oh, that's, you know, that's too dark. That's, you know, let's not, let's step away from Hollywood. But why not embrace Hollywood as a way to reach the lost? And I think nowadays you have so much ability and so much technology that we can use. And, and hey, the Lord can anoint our creativity. I mean, he created us. And so why not use these tools to reach more people? So that's where I stand. But um, yeah, it's not, it's not easy, but I look at it this way. Uh, these days, there was a time where I would just like go, okay, um, I'm going to go after what I want to go after and then talk to God about it <laughs> later. Uh, these days, I'm like, you know, Lord, I just want your will. That's the most important thing to me. And so I'm going to walk in that and see what you reveal to me. And so uh, it's, and that's a much better way to go. <laughs> Absolutely. So far, that's worked out. It's working yes. out. We, <laughs> we, awesome. try, we try to every day on the set, we, we pray, we, we lift the, the day up to God. It's, it's his set. It's, it's not, his set. It's not mine. It's not Amanda's. Yep. It's not Sue Ellen's. It's God's set. And we try to make that very clear that, that he's the one in charge. I, I said the other day, and I say it on every set, if the Holy... I, I w There's no place in the world I'd rather be than a film set. Our saying is a bad day on a, fi on a film set is, is better than most days. Um, but if the Holy Spirit is not there, I don't want to be there. I really want his presence there. And, and I do. I do love making faith-based projects. Uh, when I started in the faith-based industry, we, we shot on 16-millimeter film, little short films, so they could pro project it in the back of churches. And and I, I worked secular, too, because at that time, there just wasn't that There wasn't enough of that industry. that done. Mm -hmm. and, and we did... Um, we did a couple of films that we've been told helped change that industry. We did a couple of features years ago, or early uh, 2000s. And um, the industry has gotten better and better, and, mm -hmm. and the quality has gotten better and better because yes, people are willing to to put their money where their mouth is because yeah. it takes money to make a good product. It really does. And, I mean, and speaking of which, you know, that's something that we hope that that fans and people that really want to see a story like this out there get involved with the project because it takes, it does take finances and the right funding because, you know, uh, Wes and Amanda's vision is to show everything. I mean, we're talking about this, the, the coolest special effects, the most uh, interesting stories, and all of that takes a lot of money to the story of Noah because yes. we see the I always say it wrong and antediluvian yeah, before said. the flood for <laughs> before the flood, the world <laughs> before the flood very different than this world we live in and I, I very different and very different the waters above what does that mean and as I tell people I I don't believe we had the sun that we have today I, I don't believe someone could survive hundreds of years with the radiation our sun puts out. Today, um, today, yeah, yeah. today, and I, I, I look at my grandfather who was a farmer, and you know, in his eighties, his skin was leather, mm -hmm. yeah. and and I just can't see, you know, skin cancer and the things that he dealt with, <laughs> yeah. that 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 somebody would have survived hundreds of years. So I see it as very different, but I see it as a world that was closer to Eden yeah. than, than ours, mm -hmm. and it had, it had to have been beautiful. It had to have been magnificent, even though. 
it was a fallen world, it still was closer to Eden than we are today. And our world today is gorgeous. Blood damaged it's, and everything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a gorgeous world. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why they call it the world that then was. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. What they call so, it so yeah. creating that world, we can't just walk outside and, you know, roll cameras. Right. We, we've got a, a, a lot of it will be special effects. A lot of it will be shot on stages. Um, John Morris, fortunately, we can, you know, we, we could go to, to mountaintops in, in the United States that look very similar to Ararat. Mm -hmm. But, but as far as Noah's world, yes, it's going to be a lot of effects. It is. It is. He builds a really big boat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows that. Yeah, it's a really know, it's big huge. boat. It's huge. Totally huge. So let's, I mean, we, we can drill that down a little bit. Let's talk about how can our viewers and listeners support this project? Well, we are getting ready to start launching our, our marketing for it. And, and by that, basically, we, we mean we're, we want people to know about it. We want people to start interacting with us about it. And um, then we're going to be probably launching a fundraising campaign. So um, I, think, I think if you were to go to struktheseries.com is our portal right now. Um, and I think if you were to do that and start making, you know, like emailing and things like that, we can put you on an email list. And, and so when things start happening, um, when we start getting a little bit further on down the trail, it'll be a lot easier to communicate with people. But um, right now, just going to structtheseries.com and just making us know that you're interested would be really super because um, we need shepherds. We need shepherds to come along and catch the same vision that we have and then start telling those people under under their care and in their sphere of influence about what we're doing and having them then become interested as well. So we are just starting that. We're getting ready to do a press release. We're getting ready to start launching our uh, social media presence, little bits at a time. And um, so it's it's happening. <laughs> it's just yeah, and I, it's a and step I think by step. Having these people um, that believe in what you're doing is, yes. is so important mm -hmm. because we know that the world is lacking knowledge right now, mm -hmm. and uh, and what they're being told is not truth. This series will be all about truth, and it will reveal yes. things that that uh, we've never seen before, ever. You know, in, in an entertainment model like this. And so I think that, um, you know, we're going to need those peoples, those struckers that come out <laughs> and help us do this. Struck Mark it down. I like that. Struckers. The struckers. We need the struckers out there that really believe in what we're doing and that can support and get the word out yes. about this project. Yes, definitely that. We, we really want to make a difference. And I, I know that. I know that it's an entertainment product. I, I understand that. But right now, media and entertainment are the most influential voices in the, in the minds and the sure. hearts of most people on the planet. Yeah. We have these little devices that we hold in our hands that have all kinds of information about us and all kinds of connectivity to other people and other things. And we want to be able to give them something wholesome and something nutritious for their brain and their emotional state and also for their spiritual state. And, and it, it matters. It matters to us. I mean, I, we've, like Wes said, we worked in the industry for a long time, did a lot of movies that have done nothing really to encourage the interior spiritual life of anyone 
And then we have been fortunate and blessed enough to be able to do projects that really make a difference in somebody's spiritual walk. And that's really our heart. That's really what we want to do is to help people make that difference and more comprehension, more understanding, more depth, and increase their faith. If we can do that, that's huge. That's huge. That's ministry. Yeah. All right. So can you tell us why this series is called Struck? That's an interesting name. Um, well, it's because on when John Morris's first uh, visit to Ararat, well, it's not his first visit, but his first ascent to, on Ararat, he and his two climbing partners were actually struck by lightning. And it's, it's rather a miraculous story that, that they survived. Um, he, John was paralyzed. Uh, one partner was, was knocked dead. And the other partner was was basically thrown thrown back um, like thirty feet and ended up with his foot behind his head, and um, John was laying there in the snow and 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 God said, "Praise me, praise me for everything I've given you," and he did. And feeling came back, and his friend came back to life, and uh, his other friend he said, "John said I shouldn't have done it, but I straightened his leg out." And they continued to explore the mountain for four more days. So, so uh, John actually went thirteen times to Ararat. Did not get because of politics, could not get on the mountain every time. But he had several adventures there and continued. To, he did a lot of exploration in the Grand Canyon and research there. Yeah, he so. he made he made some discoveries, some uh, pre-Hittite cave, and some interesting carvings. Uh, eight people on what looked like a eight. eight Eight person carving on a, on what looked like to be some kind of an altar and um, some interesting writing and things of that I mean, nature his, on his a cave. Stories, his stories, his stories. You read them; crazy. it's like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. A, I mean, they, dogs, they were shot at. Crazy people. They were being shot at. Being robbed. I mean, and that's what that's what's exciting about the series is going to explore all of that. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was about to say that sounds like something it. exciting to watch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's it's funny because I think a lot of people think that you know geology is not really all that interesting. Hello. <laughs> no. Depends on what side of geology that's you're true. on. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. But but I think I think that I think that the whole thing is an adventure in a lot of ways. And even reading the account of Noah in the Bible, it's a huge adventure that is not really described a lot. That's why we want to parallel the two That's stories. Why we, yeah. Yeah. And the drive that John had yes. to, to search for the evidence, you know, I think that is what fascinates so yeah. many I mean, people. I mean, now, now you can book a tour right. to, to climb the mountain, but, but in the 70s, it, it was... Wild. It was, Tough it was stuff. Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Very wild. Awesome. Very wild. So that's struckthe-series.com. struckthe-series.com. Okay, we'll link that in the description as well. Oh, thank you. So um, any final thoughts before we close today? The first thing we need probably more than anything else is prayer support. Mm-hmm. I cannot even begin to tell you the level of pushback that we got just, just for the crazy, weird series of things that, that happened to us on set. We were plagued by a lot of electronic issues and equipment going down and all kinds of other really crazy things that never really happen. We, yeah, heard, we, prob- we, we probably heard that phrase uh, half a dozen times. Oh, I've never seen that happen before. <laughs> and so we know, we know that, that there is some pushback when you start, when you plant a flag and say, this, this is going to be for the Lord. 
um, you, you're going to get a little wind in that. In that Spiritual flag. warfare is real. Yes. Spiritual yeah. warfare is real. Very and real. so the first thing we need more than anything else is prayer support. And, and I would be really very excited if you're, if you're, your viewers and those people who, who really enjoy ICR and that they would just pray for us, you know, commit to pray for us. Even when we, even when we go to series, even when we start putting out episodes, all of that time, because it's true, it, it is ministry. It's a, it's a form of ministry mm-hmm. and uh, we need that prayer support just like it, any other it ministry. It honestly is like, like a missionary. I mean, you're going out into yeah. this world, this world of darkness, and we are called to light a candle in darkness. This is the candle that we're lighting, and we want people to experience the the love, the understanding, the power of uh, the Word of God. Yeah, I agree. It's a very expensive candle. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, it is. is. That is true. It that is. is. We, we have a rich God. That is yeah. absolutely. I heard that he owns everything. He, yeah. he does. That's the popular, the cattle on every hill. Yeah. That's the popular rumor out there. So. <laughs> well, um, anything else you want to say, Wes? I just I would say I mean so many times you, know, you were talking about where did this idea come from, and so many times we go, well, I came up with this brilliant idea, and these people came along and supported me, and with this. I can't give anybody credit for coming up with, with this series. I mean, we could say Sue Ellen had the idea to make a feature about John Morris, but, I mean, he lived the life. It was his life. And God was the one that said, no, tell the story of Noah also. And so we're, we look at this and say, so different than, than anything else we've done, that this is God's story he wants told. He wants this story out there. He wants it told. Thank you all so much for joining us today on creation.live. And thank you to all of our listeners and viewers. We appreciate you tuning in today. If you have any more questions about uh, Noah's flood or Dr. Morris, you can visit icr.org. And we encourage you to visit struktheseries.com. And we'll link that in the description below. And uh, we'll see you next time on creation.live. Thank you. Thank you.